Welcome to Wisco Dice. Hey, yo, folks, it's your host, the Conesy with the Most. What is going on? And thank you for checking out today's episode of The Diary. It is episode 44, and today's date is February 3rd, 2021. On today's episode of The Diary, we will be talking about Tabletopia and how you can get started with this great online bo tabletop board gaming platform. So we're still, a lot of us, under COVID restrictions. We have to play our games via remote means, or maybe you are a person who is just really limited in your player pool and you don't have people in your regular gaming area so you're relegated to solo gameplay or uh, having to try to find games online. Well, Tabletopia is a great solution for you with over 1,500 games in their library today that you can play for free with your friends and a number of additional games that you can play, pay for their premium license, which is a subscription, monthly subscription fee, and you can play online as well. So, but... Tabletopia is a very free form for developers and designers of their games to put games up onto the website. It has a very standardized set of rules. It's not does not have a ton of automation within the interface. So you have so there can be some pain points for the people who want to play games through this uh, through this tool. That said, a few tips to get you started will definitely help you out and help your enjoyability and keep you coming back to a, an online platform like this. One of the reasons I love Tabletopia over some of the other online tabletop gaming applications is that this game constantly makes you interact with your other players through this interface. It constantly does that because it's much like the normal board game tabletop experience. Since there aren't auto calculations, you know, there, you know, people are that you know you have to pick up like pieces and drag them maybe put them on different spots on the board other people can help out uh, while you're doing that to help speed up the gameplay the stacking of items things like that can all you know all be things that you have happen during the normal table 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 gaming experience oh hey can you know here here's these uh four brick that i need to pay for this action you know, somebody else can help kind of help grab the brick off your board while you're taking the action. And it's, while it's not quite the same as what you'd have on the normal game table, uh, there's definitely the case where you're like, okay, here's my four brick and you hand it to somebody who's the banker for the game. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of that same experience. And that's part of what I like. Some of the other tabletop gaming interfaces like Board Game Arena, I can play that without ever having an interaction with you as a human being, which is great for some for like a pass and play game or like I'm playing a couple of games on Board Game Arena right now that we're doing with friends and it's just going to take us a couple weeks to play through because of how the turns go. But basically when it's your turn, it notifies you and you go and there's no real interaction with the other people that you're playing, which yeah, for me is part of the reason why I love playing tabletop board games and, and tabletop games, whether it's miniatures or others. So one of the first things when you get your account created at uh, tabletopia.com is there's so many games on this interface and their search functionality is not great. I would recommend that you take some time to go th just click on the all games on the top and go through the list of games and any games you find that you're like, ooh, I want to I play that game. I really want to check out, say, for example, The Crew, uh, which I don't own, but I would love to check that game out. Well, I can just add it to my bookmarks. That'll make it easier for me to locate later. 
And so once it's in my bookmarks, I can just go up to my profile, I think it is anyways, and find my, yep, I can just go to my profile, and I can find all the games that I've bookmarked, and I can actually click on that. I've got 29 games in my library that I've bookmarked. These are games that I like to play on Tabletopia, and it's really easy for me to find. Once you find a game that you want to play, it's super easy to go ahead and get it started. Like, uh, for example, I'm going to grab Cartographers here because it's right in my library, and I love Cartographers. It's also from a local Madison, Wisconsin developer uh, in Thunderworks games. I've met them. They're amazing people. I highly recommend that you purchase anything from the, from that particular board game line uh, from that publisher because they're all great. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start a solo game of Cartographers. It gives me the option of which side of the board I want to play, so I'll just play that because I'm just using this as to kind of talk you through it. Now, with Tabletopia, you can go to the website and create a game and run it through your web browser. For most people, this will work relatively flawlessly, but some people, their computers, whether it's older or the software configuration or something, Tabletopia works terribly. It has all sorts of problems. What we have found for people who have have that situation is that most people also have Steam, whether it's on a Windows or Linux, uh, Windows or a Macintosh computer. Well, when you have Steam, you can actually install Tabletopia from the Steam uh, store for free and run Tabletopia through Steam. In every situation where I've run into somebody who had real pain points struggling to run Tabletopia from their web browser, it has worked flawlessly for them running it through Steam. So if you're one of those people and have had struggled with the interface, there's a great way for you to get it. And it's not real obvious to a lot of people that there is a Steam implementation of Tabletopia. When I get into a game of Tabletopia, it's nice if I have to teach it because everybody can see uh, basically their their pointers because they're different. Everybody can see their player colors. So you, you can see, oh, hey, I'm blue or whatever. And your player color is represented around your name and your your face icon or whatever you have, your picture you uploaded in your profile, and that'll be the same for everybody else's. They'll be all the other players that are in your game will be listed across the top of the interface. Once I'm in and I'm doing that explanation and people can see, you know, kind of where I'm pointing at with my pointer as I'm explaining the different rules for the game, one of the first things I do point out in that explanation is in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen, there's a little, what looks like a piece of paper folded over in the right-hand corner by your your profile picture with your color. That is actually a link to the actual rules PDF that just pops up when you click it, overlays it over the top of the rules, This is or over the top of the game you're playing. This is a great addition, so it's particularly for quick reference back to the rules while you're playing without having to go to another screen or have a second monitor or anything up. The other really big thing I point out all the time to people who are playing on this, for, particularly for the first time, is the help summary, which is right underneath the rules by your profile picture, the little question mark. That has all of the keyboard shortcuts for Tabletopia and some of the other kind of cool things that it talks about. Like one of the cool things is how you can use your mouse's scroll wheel. Yes, you want to play about with a, this uh, on this interface with a mouse with a scroll wheel. It's going to be ideal. 
Um, what, it, what that allows you is while you're in the interface, you can just quickly zoom in and out as you're even dragging and carrying things around, which will make things nice and handy. But there are a number of other things that are in this quick reference, like press F for flip, press H for hiding your hand if you have a hand of cards, so you can hide it while you're trying to inter interact with the game board or the game, game interface. Click a dice, you can hit R for roll. So you don't have to actually right-click on an object and, and tell it to do something. There's just a number of other little tips and like things about the cameras, things about how you can manipulate objects. And these are standard things no matter what game you're playing. There's no special interface interactions that are available. It's all right here. This is basically your guide for every game on Tabletopia. And it's there's not a lot to it but it's a great little quick reference. And then you can just click the question mark or click the rules PDF to get back out of it. As I noted, you can zoom in and out of the interface. It's really handy. Like if you like here I have draw bags in, in this particular game. So you can just use your scroll wheel to increase the count before you grab something out of the, out of the bag so that you, instead of grabbing one at a time, hey, I can scroll up until it says take four. And then I can grab those four and put it over by my player board and, and then manipulate them if I need to, such as like what you're going to do in cartographers. The final thing that I just kind of quick point out is a quick, quick and easy reference is that particularly for games where you have a, a hand of cards, your hand is near the bottom of the screen. And if you don't play the game in full screen mode, which you can actually go to full screen by just clicking the little icon in the top right hand corner that looks like four arrows, once you do that, when you are clicking and dragging objects, you'll see like your player color just kind of highlight over the bottom of the board and you can draw components into your hand. This becomes really handy, particularly in those games where you're where you have um, cards and whatnot. And you can flip those components while they're in your hand if you have to discard. Say if you're going to have to draft cards, you can flip the card while it's in your hand over and then take it out of your hand. Uh, you know, remember that keyboard shortcut for F for flip and then just drag it to where it's on the uh, tabletop next to the player board or player area for whoever you're maybe drafting that card to such as in Architects of the West Kingdom a really good game that's fairly well implemented on this so that's all my top tips for playing on Tabletopia and getting started with this interface I hope that's really helps you and I hope that maybe some of these uh, tips will help you uh, improve or or, in, or find enjoyment in this great tabletop gaming interface. It's probably the single best collection of, of games available in a single place with a lot of really, really, really cool games that are uh, I all that I just love to play. There's I don't I have not found another place to play games like anything from the West Kingdom series, such as Architects of the West Kingdom. There just are a number of other great, great games to get started on. And then once you you know once you've played a few games on it, I think you, you your ease and comfort with this interface continues to get better, and you, you're more likely to enjoy it. So thanks for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. It's super enjoyable to be able to sit here and, and chat with you about these kind of things. I do want to just thank thank you again so much for listening. Make sure you leave a review of this show on your favorite place to find podcasts, and while you're at it. Jump over on Facebook and give our Facebook page a quick like. You can just find us by Wisco Dice. 
or don't forget to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or check us out on Pinterest. We put up some new content recently. Yeah, you just look for Wisco Dice. And if you haven't looked recently, make sure you catch up on the blog. That's right on WiscoDice.com. That's right. It's WiscoDice.com. Until next time, peace out.